everyone, and welcome to a very, very special episode of Comments Section, this time focusing on Comic-Con. That's right. We didn't plan saying that at the same time, but that was pretty cool. It was. Now, (laughs) Comic-Con, which we found out a lot of announcements this time, and Comic-Con, you know, it used to start out as kind of like the smaller comic show, but now is turned into what I call a celebration of the art of storytelling. Absolutely. Oh, I. I mean, I. I might. Want, I could also call it, which is probably the uh, the less elegant way of putting it, a uh, celebration of nerd culture yes. in a world where nerd culture is no longer like it's in the zeitgeist. It's no longer nerdy. Yeah, it's it's interesting because <laughs> if you go to the Wikipedia article about um, Comic Con, San Diego Comic Con, that's the one we're talking about. That's the that's the good stuff. Yeah. We're not talking about the. Local. You ever been to our local Comic Con? No, I have not. No, I have. It's. I, I thought it was cool. Is there like stuff there like to buy? Or? Uh yeah. There, that's. Is that mostly what it is? Well, the thing is, I didn't have any things I was interested in going to really, so I just walked around and looked at the cosplays, and I went with uh, a couple of people who cosplayed. And, well, as um, what? Uh, the, probably the most common cosplay you'll find, Harley Quinn. Oh, uh, wait, which version? Was it from Suicide Squad or the animated Squad? I or feel like know? it, I don't, it was, bef- it was before Suicide Squad. I, I don't really know what it was, it was, pro- it was pretty simple cosplay, but <clears throat> I don't actually know what the other person was. Oh, I just okay. remember that. <laughs> I think it was one of those, one of those, one of those animes, one of those, uh, oh, one, one of those... those cartoon cart the 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 the, the cartoons they like they got the spiky hair all the time absolutely yes and before we start (laughs) because oh also before this was there anything because we've known each other since i guess a long time yes i mean i i I don't know anymore (laughs) when when did kindergarten start 1999 yeah there you go yeah for a lot, we've known some of our nineties, <laughs> dude. I know, that... and we're gonna talk about the nineties. Yes, we two. are. The nineties. You thought it was over. <laughs> it's back. <laughs> but is it better than ever? We'll find out. So, I had an idea of how to start the show because we're not gonna because we're dedicating this um two episodes. This is a two parter, two parter Comic Con episode. Yes, because you know this is the the time of the most exciting announcements. Yep. So I decided. Boy, now I just lost my train of thought. Talking about two-parter. There's too much to think about yes, right now. This is, this one, too much to talk honestly, about. Honestly, for our first episode about Comic-Con, they really packed it in this year. So much stuff. But, yep. um, okay. So I had this idea of how to start it. Because, you know, Comic-Con, comics in the title. And, you know, I thought about asking you this beforehand, but... Right. What's better than putting someone on the spot? Right, nothing. So. Uh-huh. I want you to think hard. Uh-huh. Don't don't. We're not going to spend fifteen minutes trying to figure this question out. What was the first comic you ever bought? No, no, no. Before we the comic magazine, not collection. Like uh, yeah, paper. because I had an answer for collection. Yes. It was well, the Amazing answer Spider-Man question. collection. Okay, so you just Spider-Man. answered it. But that 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 was the collection. Yeah. So you're, for the first the first. Well, we'll first talk about collection then, since you just spoiled it. Your first collection was the Stanley and Steve Ditko first ten Amazing Spider-Man yes. comics. Yep. So, um, what a great book that was! I remember yeah. because it feels like you get all the villains except yeah. for Green Goblin, but I remember you get Doc Ock and you know it came at a time 
I felt like they were being reprinted. I mean, they've been around since the 80s, but I started buying them kind of when the movie came out. Yeah. And they had reruns of the 90s Fox Kids cartoon on ABC Family. Mm-hmm. God, did that sentence sound so old. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I had that, too. And that was my first Marvel collection. Yeah. and um, But what was really exciting about that is you could look at that and be like, hey, you saw the first Spider-Man movie. This is how it really started. <laughs> so, um, and my first one... My Your first, first collection, comic well, issues? Oh, okay, okay. you're doing both. Okay. Yeah, so my first collection was um, a Batman one. Surprisingly, not surprisingly. If if you didn't know that, welcome to the show. But uh, my first one was Frank Miller's The Dark Knight Returns. Now, you know, for a lot of people, a lot of people consider that the greatest Batman story of all time. That's not why I bought that because I did not know it. I just yeah. flipped through the pages and I was just like, "Hey, look, he's got is." The book is divided to where, in one time, he has the, um, if we're talking about the animated series, he has the first version, you know, with the yellow oval, and then he has, like, kind of the new Avengers costume, kind of like what you see in the Arkham games, and you flip through and you see Joker and Superman, just like, you know what, I'll just get that. Yeah, so it just looked cool? <laughs> yeah, it just looks cool. Later, I found out how big it was, and yeah, <clears throat> boy, was I happy. Yep. So, what was the first comic magazine you ever bought? Okay. Um, well, and, I, I, I do you remember where you bought it? I want to, yeah, but I, I want to say another thing that um, I uh, remember around the time I did get the Spider-Man collection that, like, I was into that could have also been the first was there were Archie comics I was into, but I feel like those were also collections, if I recall. Oh, the Double Digest? or yeah. So that's they're also kind very of, early kind on. Of magazine but ones. one thing I remember, it's very hard to remember the exact first um, like magazine comic I got. I feel like I probably got like some present of some random Batman issues or something of the time. The first ones that I remember going and buying, and then going and getting the other ones because I liked where it was going, was a Batman series. But I can't. It was a Joker. Batman series it was really dark, and I can't remember what the that it was a short lived. It was like ten a mini issues series. Or something. It or... was like ten issues or something. And I, I'm trying to remember. Was it Dark what... Detective? It was. Uh, uh, Do you remember uh, the basic plot about I, it? Or... If I start, so what was your first? My first. I'll I'll tell my first DC, my first Marvel, and I remember what years they were from. So I looked this up this morning. What years they were from? So the first comic I ever bought was called World's Finest Number 4 from July 1999. Yes, I got it from the grocery store off the newsstand in July 1999. <laughs> nice. So, um, it's also the only comic I have where the cover is missing. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, and because um, I, I lost... I guess I had it and I didn't really think about it. I found it again in 2001, and that's what got me back into buying it. Right. So, for those of you who don't know, World's Finest was the original title for a Superman-Batman team-up comic. And this was a miniseries, which, um, in the story, I guess at that point in the comics, the story is that Batman and Superman have been active for 10 years. So, it's a 10-issue miniseries, and each issue is um, a different year. So this issue four took place seven years ago. And um, I remember like the costume looks very much like the Tim Burton costume that Michael Keaton wore. 
Um, he's got the long ears and the yellow oval. And, you know, young me, you know, because we all have these stupid thoughts when we're young. So young me thought there was a moment where they were kind of like breaking the fourth wall. Because I'm just reading it and um, Batman is looking at a computer screen. And he tells Alfred, someone's been watching Superman. You know, kind of like, what's well, been obvious. I thought he meant someone was watching Superman's TV show, and he was really mad about that. (laughs) And, um, yeah, I remember there's, um, a part of the plot is about how, um, Dick Grayson, who's Robin, has, like, a school play, and, um, Alfred's trying to convince Bruce to go, but Bruce doesn't really want him to kind of be a parent, and it ends with him saying, Alfred, you have a uh, ticket to Dick's play. But, um, there's this great scene where, um, in Metropolis there's a fire, and Superman's going to save um, this family. There's a mom and her two kids. So Superman saves the mom and one of the kids. And um, one of the kids is like still in the fire and coughing and um, gets swooped up. He's like, thanks, Superman. He looks and he's Batman. He just freaks out. <laughs> and another one um, I had, my first Marvel one, because I found it in 2001. So I decided to get Spider-Man because... You know, some people talk about Marvel versus DC bias. This grocery store, all Marvel, no DC. Wow, that's <laughs> a bias. I mean, it had the little spinner racks. So, yeah. And on the top, it had like Superman, Spider-Man, Archie, and I think like Donald Duck or something. Yeah. You know who makes really good comics today? Just a little shout out. Image Comics has Image some comics. good stuff right now. I don't There's really. I haven't read a now. lot of Image. But. I'll get to it a bit in uh, one of my. Uh, I mostly. I mostly just read DC now. Yeah. I. I'll buy old Marvel, but I don't really keep up with Marvel. Although, Spider Man Two, it's a story where um Peter and Miles team up. R- really great. It's from Brian Michael Bendis, who wrote Ultimate Spider Man. So I bought this um issue of Amazing Spider Man uh, thirty one from July two thousand one, and this was the first series I started collecting. Because as we said, there was a bias at this grocery store. So clearly, I remember um, it was real exciting because at the time, you know, with no internet, you didn't know that there was going to be a new Spider-Man movie until the trailers came out. Yeah. So I would just the Spider-Man TV show cartoon had been over for a while. Like I don't think it was even on reruns yet. So I was just like, hey, look, it's a new Spider-Man thing. And one of the things I really liked about those comics was it kind of continued, like, after the TV show ended. Like, the series, um, it was written by J. Michael Straczynski, or we all just call him JMS because it's easier. Yeah. <laughs> and um, art by John Romita Jr., who is the son of one of the most famous Spider-Man artists. And, um, yeah, I actually have the digital copy. And you said you collected Spider-Man comics, right? Uh, I wouldn't say collect, but I had... Did, does any of this, like, art look familiar to you? That era does, but I, I don't Like, know, I'll try and bring up one of Spider-Man. That good podcasting, for sure, is when you're looking at a, yes. a, phys- a, a, yes. a visual comic book. Have uh, you... <laughs> we're talking about John Romita Jr.'s art. Does any kind of look familiar? Yeah, I mean, I remember that era of art, but I don't think I've... I don't know if I've read one in that. Oh, you term. should. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> Looks good. So, yeah, what I... What I read was, I remember because I would collect Spider-Man comics, there were three Spider-Man comics you could get. One was Amazing Spider-Man by, obviously, JMS, and some people call him JRJR, um, where it would kind of, like, 
have real great character development that you wouldn't see in the TV show. Because, you know, this is like a few years out of TV show where Peter was actually a teacher in his old high school. A science teacher. I need to turn that off. Ooh, boy. <laughs> I need to turn... I'll turn down the volume on this. All right. Let's cut back in here. And another one was Peter Parker's Spider-Man, which was the one where if you wanted to see the villains, like um, Dr. Octopus and all that, you could go there. And um, there wasn't really... There was a writer and um, artist who were kind of the main ones, but always switch around, so... Like, I don't really remember as much as I do the guys from Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. And also, there's Ultimate Spider-Man, which, for those of you who don't know, Ultimate Spider-Man started out as kind of a separate reboot of, like, retelling the origin story, and was separate from Amazing, although they're both great. And Ultimate Spider-Man was the one where, if you wanted to see kind of classic stories about Peter Parker becoming Spider-Man, that's the one where you could go to. So, three great Spider-Man stories, I mean, comics, that you could get into. Yeah. So, very and, great stuff. Uh, you know, I actually just remembered, as you were saying this, that that comic series was a Two-Face comic series. Two-Face? It was not the Joker, and I feel <laughs> stupid for forgetting that favorite series. But it was like, yeah, it was like a 10-issue Two-Face series. Was it Batman Two-Face Year One? I, I can't remember the name. The, the art style and the covers and everything were very dark. Like, the it was like practically like everything was just... just they turned... The, the brightness way down on oh, just yeah. a regular Batman comic. And um, uh, I don't know why I thought it was the Joker. Probably just because it was dark. But th that's the reason why Two-Face is my favorite villain. Because oh, yeah. my first comic series coming into the Batman was a Two-Face series. But that'll help me find So are you really hoping someday we'll get uh, <laughs> another movie of Two-Face where he's not just in the last five minutes? Yeah, I'd like, a, I'd like a, him as the main villain. Yeah. And also, um, you know, this brings up something I, f I completely forgot to ask. So you've never seen the 90s cartoon, right? Uh, no. And you, um, you've only seen a little spectacular. Yeah. So, um, so you saw the episodes with Vulture and Electro then? Uh, yeah. Okay, so. I remember Vulture. You said yeah. Venom's your favorite, so how were you first introduced to Venom? Um... Was it Spider-Man 3, or was it, like, a video game? I... Th or something else. How early was he introduced in the comic books? Like, the because early I, 90s. I feel like I remember a comic book with him in it. Um, because I didn't just read that collection. I feel like I remember a comic book with Venom in it. I just... Oh, yeah. I, my memory's fuzzy, but I, I must have known about Venom before Spider-Man 3. So, you know what? Real quick... <laughs> I will look this up because I have a feeling. I have a. I wonder if this was a. Did, was it from Spectacular Spider-Man, the comic book? I don't think so. I um, mean, I could be completely. I my memory could be. Maybe I read Venom comics after Spider-Man Three came out, and I did actually get introduced to him in Spider-Man Three. I. Uh, it just doesn't feel that way. But I, my whole memory is fuzzy. I think you remember uh, the. 90s and early <laughs> yeah. 2000s way better than I do. Oh, my, yeah. I just started remembering things in like 2008. Oh, like. well, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, enough of our origin stories. <coughs> yeah. So, first topic, I'll start We're with on our... to Comic Con news. Yes, Is on to Comic Con happening? news. Well, we did have a great um, talk about first yep. comics. We gotta also, talk about comics when it's Comic Con. And also, guys, check them out. If you ha if you haven't read them, I mean, 
if you hear these, what we talked about, go check them out. Yeah. The ones we talked about. So, well, um, this was the bit, one of the biggest things to happen at Comic-Con. All right. Okay. Big news, then. Big news. It was revealed, the Justice League trailer. Oh, yeah. Now, have you seen the Justice League trailer? I just did about half an hour before I left to come here. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> So, um, yeah, we got a new trailer, which this one's actually four minutes. Yeah. That was nice because, you know, a lot's right on Justice League. Although, not as much as we might have thought because you might, I don't know what you know about kind of the upcoming moves they've announced, but we'll get there, guys. Yeah. There's a... We'll get there. Probably like the biggest thing is um something they announced that a few people are talking about but this justice league I mean I trailer, think I, I think I know I think I know two all right uh, but yeah we, I guess we'll get into that the yes, justice league trailer the justice league trailer now remember there was a lot of um Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman which you know that's what you want to show because that movie you know she's had a really busy year this year yeah I don't know how I can I can imagine she was in Wonder Woman and Justice League this <laughs> coming out this year wow and also, um, Ben Affleck continues to show that mm-hmm. he is one of the best Batman actors we've ever had. Yep, looking and, good. Yep, and we also had um, Ezra Miller as The Flash. Yeah, I saw a lot of him in that. In that yeah, show. I remember, um, you know, th- a lot of people are, um, you know, there's some people disappointed that it's not Grant Gustin from the TV show. You know, look, I'll be honest, a part of me does wish that teaming up with Gal Gadot and Ben Affleck was Grant Gustin and Tyler Hoechlin from who's Superman and Supergirl. I kind of wish they had been in there, but it looks like Ezra Miller is going to do a great job. It felt like um, his Flash is kind of a nice combination of the Grant Gustin TV show plus the version you saw from the Justice League cartoon from the 2000s. And you guys will probably want my probably my favorite part from the trailer is when um, Batman, Wonder Woman. Flash and Cyborg are talking to Commissioner Gordon, and um, Gordon turns around and he sees they're all gone except for the Flash. Yeah, and he just that, like oh, that, that they was, just vanished. <laughs> that that was rude. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most memorable part from the trailer. Yeah, to me. Um, it's interesting. Like uh, the Flash might be one of the superheroes period that I know the least about. I've never read a F- Flash comic or seen like I just don't know anything about him basically. Oh. So this is like my introduction to the Flash. So to me I'm like You didn't is, watch is You didn't watch the Justice League cartoon? Uh I not really. No. Okay. You were more Teen <clears throat> Titans? Oh, yeah. Okay. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. That was my show. But um yeah, is so I was thinking is this what the Flash is like is he like a jokester kind of guy? Like, I really don't this know. This is um the jokiness is a lot like what you see from the um justly cartoon. Yeah, like when he's by himself, um you know he can't really be that kind of comic relief as much. Yeah, but if you ever see the justly cartoon, that's a lot of his personality. Okay, and he also has some um really good comedy in the um current TV show. And um, the Flash TV show from the 90s um, was actually really different. It was a lot like um, if you took the Flash and did the style and tone of the first Tim Burton movie. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that Flash was a little darker. But yeah, this one, if, you, um, if you're ever curious, yeah, the Justice League cartoon, that's Flash is just like that. So oh, Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> I mean, that sounds good. 
I really, we've always had our trinity of Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman. But thanks to the Flash TV show, Flash has really kind of become like that fourth, not member, but he's like right under them now. <laughs> almost, almost essential. Almost. The, that's, I've been told that many times. Yeah. Not really. I've like, been told I'm below essential, much below essential. Honestly, like, yeah, Flash is probably like the fourth biggest one right now. Yeah. Of the DC characters, <laughs> thanks to, you know, that great TV show. And, you know, people are real excited to have Batman, Superman, I mean... Superman. Superman. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that later. <laughs> <laughs> About, um, yeah, so we have... Yeah, people are excited because, obviously, Batman's always popular, but recently you had the Arkham games. Yeah. And the directed video movies. Wonder Woman, big, big, big. Big year for Wonder Woman. And Flash, we had the TV show. And, um, so, anything else... You want to say about the trailer before we talk about Superman? The trailer. Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't have much else to say. So, oh, oh, oh. Uh, speaking of Teen Titans, cyborgs. Oh yeah, one. yeah. Of course, I don't. I should. I, I almost forgot. Uh, yeah, that's that. Look, that looks interesting. Yeah, because um, Frozen Cyborg have for the past, you know, since his creation, I believe, has always well, most of his history, he's been with the Teen Titans, but. Um, when they did, when DC did a reboot of their comics universe called the New Fifty Two, Cyborg became a member of the Justice League. And um, I remember Smallville did it first, where he was a member of the Justice League, mm-hmm. and people whined mm-hmm. about that. But now they were ahead of the curve. Mm-hmm. And um, so yeah, so are you excited about Cyborg? Yeah, I, I actually think that's a good choice because I feel like there are a ton, there's a huge audience now who know like, superheroes largely from Teen Titans, almost. Yeah. Like, I actually, I feel like there are some of my friends, even, who probably weren't into superheroes at all until Teen Titans. And I know that, like, I, like, we've talked about, I don't know the 90s (laughs) Batman series, I didn't watch Justice League, I didn't watch 90s uh, uh, Spider-Man, and I only just saw Spectacular Spider-Man, but I watched the heck out of Teen Titans. I died inside here. You know what? It's the opposite for me. I didn't get it until Teen Titans until like three <laughs> years ago. And I've only seen season one. I have season two on DVD. Yeah, but... I yeah. still need to watch the it. Thing, I think part of the thing is... Uh, well, I think the time frame that that show played and being on Cartoon Network really helped. Like, just the time it played and on Cartoon Network. Because I know there are other... There are obviously other superhero shows yeah. on, on the network. But, um, like, it just seemed like... It seemed like right around, like it didn't play, if I recall correctly, in a playlist like with other superhero shows. Like it was just like the other, in like, it was on Cartoon Network, right? Yeah. Okay. Good. And it was also on Kids WB. <laughs> yeah, because I, uh, once again, dating ourselves. <laughs> yeah. But I just feel like if you weren't into superheroes and you were watching your Cartoon Network shows, that show played right alongside them. It was one of the main, like, mainstays in that era. And there are people like me and other friends of mine who were almost, like, introduced to superheroes because of the Teen Titans show. So. And another thing, I was thinking about this recently, is that they have Cyborg in this in the Justice League. But also, this is a way to where, you know, we all know there's going to be a Teen Titans movie eventually. It would be shocking for them not to do one. Yeah. So, we know... um, 
probably you won't have the build-up that you had with the Marvel movies. Or I mean, you, you kind of had a build-up with Justice League. I mean, you had the Batman trilogy recently. Had Man of Steel, Wonder Woman. Flash, you can get away with because you had the TV show. So, it makes me think that instead of having to build them up, you can get away with making a Teen Titans movie that gets the fans of the TV show interested. And also, if you see a Teen Titans um, poster or trailer, you'll get excited because they're Cyborg, and obviously they're going to have um, Nightwing. Yeah, who, for those of you, I don't even know if you know, you know, Robin becomes Nightwing after... You know, he kind of graduates from Dick Grayson, the first Robin, becomes Nightwing. After he kind of wants to become his own person, doesn't want to live in Batman's shadow. Yeah. So, um, Superman. Superman. Did not make <laughs> kind of main appearance in this trailer. What do you think his screen time will be in this movie? I think, I mean, I'm just going off of the fact that I, uh, you know, Wonder Woman and Batman... Are I mean I can they it would be smart to make them the bigger appearances in it. I bet he's not going to have as much of screen time as them, which is disappointing because we talked about how make sure for your first one it's like it is kind of your only one. Yeah. Well, you know they're making an odd decision. There was an odd decision to kill off Superman in that second movie. I I would say this. This is my guess. I'm guessing that. Um, Superman will have as much screen time as the Hulk did in the Battle of New York for Avengers. And maybe he'll have... I can I think I can. I think, not as Bruce Banner, just as Hulk out. I think he'll have the same amount of screen time as the Hulk did in the first Avengers movie. Okay. Because I think, you know how kind of Hulk had that second, had that first Hulk out on the uh, shield hanger? Um, vaguely. <laughs> well, I think that's when you find out he's alive. And then we won't see him. I think you'll have one scene where you find out he's alive. And then later he'll come back for the final battle. Yeah, so he's just like a short battle appearance kind of yep. thing. Yeah. Yep. I mean, you know, uh, at the same time, though, I I don't know how much I care. I mean, I prefer, I do, I would prefer to see Batman and Wonder Woman and Cyborg and Flash. I mean, I mean but- to... Superman is like one of the big ones, and you, yeah, I get it because yeah. look, Henry Cavill's Superman, not his performance, just the writing of the character doesn't work for a lot of people. It doesn't work for me. Um, you know, I thought super the Superman parts were the worst part of Batman versus Superman. Yeah. So, yeah, um, Justice League. Oh, this trailer does look really good, and um, you know, a lot of people are kind of wondering about it after Masty on BBS. But um you have Zack Snyder and Joss Whedon directing. Think yeah. about think about it this way. This is like the most positive way I can <clears throat> think about this. You have um Zack Snyder directing um parts of this movie. So you know the fans of the current DC movie universe will be ha- will be excited because you know he obviously did something to get make them fans in the first place, and we also have Joss Whedon doing it. Now, when I say this, I don't mean to be rude or anything, or to bash Marvel, because I love Marvel. <laughs> he took a group of unknown characters that nobody cared about and made the biggest superhero movie of all time. Yeah. Like, think about it. Except for Hulk, no one cared about those characters. Yeah. I mean, you obviously had your solo movies, but no one ever thought putting those 
Remember, Marvel had those because no other studio wanted them. <laughs> so he put them all together, and he made the biggest one of all time so far. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, I'm, I mean... If Marvel had held all the rights, you'd think like they probably would have had to like put Spider-Man Wolverine in there, but no. They took these unknown characters and made them big. And now, you know, Iron Man's a big character, Captain America's a big character, Hulk is back. Yep. So there we go with the Justice League trip. I'm really excited about it. This is my most hyped movie of the year. And yep. yeah, it's pretty cool. So let's talk about that Infinity War trailer. Oh wait. It never came. Oh, were there, okay, so I actually don't know about this. There Was there supposed to be a trailer coming? There was a trailer played at Comic-Con, but Marvel didn't release it. Oh. I mean, I was real excited because um, you had the Avengers plus the Guardians of the Galaxy plus Spider-Man, you know. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, so it's time to be a little honest. All right. Really disappointed with Spider-Man: Homecoming. Oh yeah, to be we honest. hadn't we hadn't talked we hadn't since you've seen it we, had, yes. we haven't had an episode. I was very disappointed. I of the um, seven Spider-Man movies, if we count Civil War, because you know he's not a cameo; he's a guest star in that movie. <laughs> if we count um, the seven movies, my ranking this is seven. I think it's the worst one. Yeah, I mean the thing is. Uh, uh, a if, lot of the consensus if I can, seems to disagree with you. If I can say two... Well, they also disagree with Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, I always notice this. <clears throat> a lot of times, you know, they'll come to my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we had it with Angley's Hulk, Ben Affleck's Daredevil, Superman Returns, Dark Knight Rises, Man of Steel, Age of Ultron, Iron Man 2. You know, I think even people who like the movie... um, I've heard people who liked the movie kind of had my problems with it, where they took Spider-Man and they made him too much of an Iron Man knockoff. And um, they relied way too much on the humor. Like, I get how Marvel... You know, that's the great thing about Marvel's their humor, but it's... You know, when you have a bad Marvel movie, the humor is kind of like, okay, guys, can we stop for a minute? Yeah. And, um... But, but, even though I didn't like Spider-Man Homecoming... As we see on this show, you know, I really wanted to love it. Yeah. Not just like it, I wanted to love it. Yeah. I'll say this, though. The last 45 minutes are the best part. Oh, the last 45? Yeah. It's just, the middle part is the worst. And there's, like, questionable moments the whole throughout the whole movie. <laughs> but it ends where um, the worst parts are the parts you're getting in the sequel. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> um... Personally, there are actually a lot. Of the, a lot of the compliments I've heard still make me excited for it, despite your uh, critiques. Because, like, I so well, I still really. If you want, if you love it, that is great. You know, that is sometimes. <laughs> that sometimes that is the payment you like. Yeah. For liking the movies that no one else liked. Yeah. The, That's what you get for <laughs> liking Amazing Spider-Man Two and Spider-Man Three. Sometimes <laughs> the universe says, "Hey, you've had enough." And you know what? I'm okay. Liking five of the Spider-Man movies, when for most people they like three. Yeah. So, whatever. And but even though I didn't like Spider-Man: Homecoming, I'll give you—I gave it a six out of ten. <clears throat> which, um, 
Whatever. You know, uh, I, yeah, I, 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 a six out of ten sounds good to me personally. Yeah, it's not. It's not. <laughs> it's not a terrible movie. You're just like left questioning some of the yeah. creative decisions. It could be worse. It could be worse. Um, but anyway, even though I didn't like Spider-Man: Homecoming, I'm still excited to see Spider-Man in Avengers: Infinity War because the Russo brothers, I thought. Nailed Spider-Man in um, Captain America: yeah. Civil War. Well, you, do you think he's a good Spider-Man? Just I, yeah, I think he's. I, you know, I've said before we have not had a, every Spider-Man actor we've had of the three. We won't count Nicholas Hammond because no one remembers him from the seventies. <laughs> every Spider-Man we've had has been perfect casting. Nice, everyone. He he's a great Spider-Man actor. Um, it's just. I hope for the sequel they get rid of the guys who also wrote that vacation movie. <laughs> get out. All right. So um, I'm still excited about that about him being Spider and um, the Avengers Infinity War. Though we never got that trailer. Yeah, shame. So excited. Sound shame. Although we'll check. Apparently, there's a rumor it might get released today. Oh boy. Oh, oh boy. I'll, I'll, we'll check between episodes. <laughs> yep. All right. There's a crappy version where you can see someone record it off their phone, but... <laughs> yeah, you don't want to ruin the fun. Exactly. Having a crappy phone recording. And plus, you can't even hear the audio. Yeah. That will, yeah. And it'll be shaky and be blurry. <laughs> I have to say that's a I big don't want part to guess it. what Spider-Man... I, say. I don't want to guess what Spider-Man's saying, especially can you, can you, since you can't see his, read his lips. Yeah, I, I have to say that without audio, I don't think movies would be as good unless yeah, exactly. it's a silent film. I exactly. Guess, but, you know. but I'm, I'm still excited for... I am excited for Avengers Infinity War because this is, <laughs> this is everyone. And I said before, you know, I listened to how we talked about Guardians of the Galaxy. I didn't love Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. But I'm still excited to see them with the Avengers. Kind of like how yeah. you say you like the characters. Yeah, no, I love Like, I I'll be honest. I would watch a Rocket Raccoon spinoff. Rocket he, Raccoon's he was my awesome. favorite. He was yeah, my favorite. I, Rocket Raccoon is awesome. I, I, yeah, he's, you know, he could be my favorite, too. I mean, I, <laughs> I, 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 I like Chris Pratt and I like Star Lord, but you know, Rocket Raccoon's a cool Rock, character. Rocket Raccoon. I could watch a solo movie, Rocket <laughs> Raccoon. That would be That would be nice. But, I mean, I, I don't know how I'd feel about a super uh, uh, CGI'd uh, movie, but... Uh, you I could also have other people in there. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. That, so, that I apologize for taking up so much of the episode. Let's that's go fine. to your story. Uh, actually, I've got a couple quick things. So, I'm going to actually do two things, if that's fine. Just because the first one isn't even Comic-Con. But I just... I, I just... I want to I want to call back to a previous episode. Yes. We talked about previously on... Um, on comment section, I think it was like episode two or something. Uh, um, this didn't happen during Comic-Con, so I'm contradicting here, but it did happen during Comic-Con weekend at the L.A. Film Festival. La I, Film Festival. The La Film Festival. Doesn't that sound like La Film Festival? La Film Festival. La Film Festival. It's French. Omelette du fromage. Listen to the um, look and read the subtitles. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have in giant letters, not Comic-Con, but it happened on July 19th. Um, at the you sure La you don't Film want, Festival. You sure you don't want to scream, not Comic-Con? Not Comic-Con. There you know. Don't, I did clip. Don't <laughs> whine in the comments. Okay. <laughs> Now, we've already talked about something that isn't Comic-Con for too long, but yes. the reason why I'm mentioning it is because in, in one of the earlier episodes, I talked about, we had one of my news segments I brought was I that they're this. doing another spinoff to the Conjuring series 
The Conjuring being directed by James Wan, which is something we talked we talked about Aquaman and uh, oh yes, Aquaman. We, we talked the, about the how there's going too. to be yet another spinoff coming. That there's going Annabelle. to be Annabelle, and then there's going to be an Annabelle two, which is actually called Annabelle Creation. And then there's also rumors that there's going to be a spinoff um, of another monster from the Conjuring series. And th- my whole thing in that talk was like. How is there another Annabelle movie being made? Because everyone hated that first one. So Annabelle, how much did it do with its box office? That I mean, yeah, that's really I, horror movie. Like, if you release a horror is it movie from like that, Blumhouse? I don't know. Blumhouse, uh, I heard, is the is the horror studio that makes them really really cheap. So that by their first, I mean, a lot of them are really, I heard, are really great too. But they make them real cheap so that by the first weekend they've already. Um, doubled their budget. Yeah, I mean it's possible. I I don't know what it's from, but I that's obviously why there's so many. They probably make a lot of money being conjuring spinoffs and people wanting to go see a scary movie. I don't know, but critically, the first Annabelle movie didn't do well at all. Uh, like it was just fairly panned, I believe. I skipped it because I just thought it looked bad. Oh, real but, quick, real quick. Remind me when we're done. When you're done with this story, I did watch a horror movie recently. I want to know. All if right, you've seen let's it. get let's get to that because I just want to quickly say, the first screening of Annabelle Creation was shown, and the reception at the LA Film <gasps> Festival was Great. actually positive. Oh my god! So I, apparently they turned it around. Dreams do come true, <laughs> uh, and like some and it's just, a prequel too. I, I apparently I don't remember that. But I well, is it creation? So oh yeah, it must be because of the title. Yeah, because I, I hadn't <laughs> I haven't seen anything about it. All I saw was that there was a screening and the reception was generally kind of positive from the people who saw. So it. is this Annabelle character like a small character? Is she uh, the main villain? Okay, so in, in the Conjuring, the con- the first Conjuring, there's like uh, the whole thing is. The the Conjuring movies follow these uh, this husband and wife like paranormal like solving duo that is based on these two real people, um, and in each movie, and there's only two, they go to a house of some people who need help because there's like they're haunted or possessed or something, um, and they go there and try and help them basically um, in. <clears throat> the first one, there's like sort of like a short, like five to ten minute pre-movie thing showing a different case that they were involved with. Like it's just unrelated to the rest of them. Well, it's related, but it's not the same plot as the rest of the movie. Yeah. Where there's this doll that is possessed named Annabelle. And I think the reason why they do that in the first movie is to show that the two uh, that that husband and wife duo have a room in their house where they keep all of the spooky possessed things that they took away from the other people's house. Put them they have, so they have a room full of like once possessed things that they just keep in this room. So I think that was kind of a way to show here's where they keep all the possessed stuff because they showed this scenario and then they have Annabelle in that room. So I think a lot of people were like, that was only like a five to minute, ten to minute thing. And it was it was it was actually one of the scariest parts of that whole movie. And one of the most interesting parts of that whole movie is the short thing that had to do with Annabelle before it. So I think that's why they did a spinoff. Oh. So 
with Annabelle creation, probably, you know, they wanted to see where, how that doll came to be. Apparently it wasn't explained in the, in the first one, in the first Annabelle, which I hadn't seen, but, um, that's what it has to do with. Um, I forgot why I was, oh, you were just asking about, uh, Annabelle. Oh yeah. And then you said, um, that you saw horror. Yes, I did. Okay. I don't know if you've seen, have you ever seen The Visit? Oh, is that, I've seen that, I've seen that. Um, the reason why I ended up watching it, because I normally wouldn't watch an M. Night Shyamalan movie because of I've his reputation. I've ne- never watched one, but I've seen the I've heard Sense, about him. And it's good. And I've seen a couple of the other ones, and they're not as good. Big shocker. That's what people tend to yes. say. Um, <clears throat> all went down after some... Apparently, it all went down after some a Time magazine, um, after three movies called The Next Spielberg, and then it went down. Oh, it went really? down. Really? He was an artist! <laughs> I don't even remember... Uh, did he have an, a movie besides Sixth Sense that was considered good? I don't. There's even, like three he did. I I don't know what ones they are. But I mean, I know like, there's signs, but I don't think people like that I, one. I don't know. And I, that might be one of. I them. don't remember. I heard there's three that, and then it went down, and now he's come back with his last two. Oh yeah, because the the visit I remember seeing because it had much better reviews than a, yeah. a typical M Night Shyamalan movie. Um, but how'd you feel about it? Yeah, I liked it. Oh, really? Okay. Because I also thought it was pretty pretty good. Yeah. Um, I just thought, like, the thing that was kind of, like, jarring to me that I was kind of confused about is some of the acting seemed bad at times, but then I was like, I think it might be a... I think it might be on purpose. Sometimes like, the kids are playing yeah, through the camera. Yeah, I know. Like, that, that's what I was kind of confused. Like, the kids, it was like, I can't tell if this is bad or not. But at <laughs> the end, I ended up thinking it was pretty good. Yeah. So. Did you know that, um, spoiler alert, whatever, it's two years. You should, if you don't, if you haven't <laughs> yeah. watched it, you don't care. Yeah. Did you know that they were going to, that they killed the grandparents? Did you have a guess about that? Uh... I'm pretty bad at picking up on like stuff, I, so I don't think I did. I was I was a little bit gullible, I guess. I thought because they hadn't seen the grandparents in a long time that they were the actual grandparents, but they had been to the mental institution. Oh, that's yeah. what I thought. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that was uh, <clears throat> I, I I I mean I'm I always fall for twists, but that was a, it was a pretty good. One. I didn't expect it. Yeah. Um, to be there, I th- there's so many people who are such uh, snobs about twists. I feel like it's so <laughs> obvious. Like I've heard people say that about the Sixth Sense, where like it's so obvious. Well, I mean, now it is. I mean, like I've think, never seen Sixth Sense. I know they're all you, dead the whole time. Yeah, I mean that's one of those things, sort of like uh, I am your father. Yeah, where you can't not know the yeah. twist. You can't. The Sixth Sense is ruined for everybody. I remember watching like, Empire Strikes Back the first time and thinking, "That's where that comes from." Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, actually, I think I did originally see The Sixth Sense and not know, but it was like, when did that come out? Like, 99? I think so. It's late 90s. I saw it when I was pretty young. It was probably the first, like, what do you want, psychological thriller or whatever you want to call it that I'd ever seen. And, uh, I I mean, as a kid, especially not being able to pick up on uh, little clues, I was like... Oh my god! Like, <laughs> my blown. <laughs> but yeah, um, that, that talked about the, uh, that a little uh, longer than I expected. So you watched it when you were six? No, it was a little later. You didn't like? I was t- probably like ten. You didn't turn to the your parents like, "Mom, they're actually have we been dead this whole time?" <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the only part I remember scaring me is there's this part where like a hand like grabs someone under the oh. bed, and that like I remember that freaking me out. 
There's other another quick thing. This is Comic-Con related, and yes. I wanted to do two things so I actually say a Comic-Con related thing. Uh, because uh, I was surprised how hard it is to find actual comic news <laughs> that comes from a Comic-Con. So I just wanted to shout out Comic-Related comic, comic Comic-Con news that did actually oh, Say happen. that three times fast, kids. <laughs> I mentioned earlier that Image Comics is... Uh, I hope this comes from Image Comics because I uh, should have done better research. We'll see. But um, anyway, there is a uh, there is a uh, the Eisner Awards for yes. uh, comics uh, after Will Eisner happened, and um, I just wanted to shout out tons of uh, awards going. I I was hoping there would be a series I was actually really familiar with, but the only one that I'm even slightly familiar with was Saga, which I just wanted to shout out. It's a great series. Um, they got best writer, best continuing series, best cover artist, might've gotten some others. So that's some actual comic news. Um, so you what? keep up regularly with image or I that's, don't, you said, image, I don't, right? I don't keep up. Okay. I like their. I like a lot of their series. Um, have you read anything one. recent from DC or Marvel? Uh, I don't, not recently. That, that's what I was going to, my, my question on this topic was going to be what, uh, comics have uh are do you currently keep up well i'm glad you because i have my <laughs> few my go-to's yeah <laughs> that i go to there's superman slash action comics i basically whenever i go to the comic store I, I try to make sure i grab like a bundle of my favorite characters so superman slash action comics batman detective comics um i get the flash green arrow justice league batman beyond um titans which is the one um, that has Nightwing, Kid Flash, um, Arsenal, who is Green Arrow's sidekick that you've all seen from Arrow, hopefully. Um, God, Donna Troy, who is um, Wonder Woman's sidekick, Aqualad. And, um, yeah, those are the main seven. I, wow, seven. Seven I, I um, try to keep up with. Um, those are the main ones. Um from Marvel, not that much anymore. Um, I did like, if you can find any old issues, Spidey was a great, um, kind of like a modern day Ultimate Spider-Man, where um, they kind of were separate from the current stuff that I don't really follow, follow because um, I kind of feel like it kind of, a lot of like my problems with um, the recent movie is that they currently um, they have it where... He's a little bit too much like Iron Man, and they rely way too much on humor. Although, the current writer, Dan Slott, when he is on, man, it, he is he does some good stuff. I don't really keep up with it much, but um, Spider-Verse was really good, where you had all the alternate universes of Spider-Man together. There was um, Year One Learning to Crawl, which was um, took place within those original ten books. Um, you know, those are... From that graphic novel we were talking about. Yeah. What was the other one? The one where Peter and Mary Jane are married again and they have a daughter. Uh, renew your vows. But, um, yeah, those are the DC ones. Um, I've, I've, got, I've had a few Aquamans that I've read. Um, DC Rebirth. It's, it's been great. I really, I've really enjoyed nice. it. Also, Trinity. Whenever <laughs> there's like a week where... 
Um, there's not a new Justice League Trinity, which is Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. So DC is mostly DC Rebirth is where I mostly get my books. Usually do DC. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Lately, um, I I tried getting into Marvel 2015. I couldn't do it. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. For after when I when I first was introduced into comics, which we already talked about, I I, uh, Marvel and DC was where I was at. Um, But. Lately, in the past few years of, like, getting back into comics, I realize I'm much more into, like, these, like, new stories. Like, not necessarily superhero stories, but just, oh, like, yeah. um, <clears throat> like, I, for, like, any image comics does a lot what I was talking about. I actually, I checked as you we were talking, as you probably saw, because I wasn't sure. The one comic series I've been reading is called The Wicked and the, the, Wicked and the Divine from, uh, and it is from Image Comics, that's what I was checking, which is just a very unique concept, which is an awesome one that I've been uh, been, uh, keeping up with. Um, Have you ever, like, picked something up, whether, I don't know whether what it is, a book or a comic book or whatever it might be, just because of the cover? Or, like, just (laughs) because that's what I did with The Wicked and the the Divine. um... Because that is something I totally do. And with The Wicked and the Divine comic series, that's honestly what I did. Because I thought that the cover for the first uh, issue was so cool. And just the scheme for all of the issues. I wonder if I can find... I probably have. Not because of, like, (laughs) I love the cover, but maybe because, like... If there was, like, a Batman one, like, Joker was on the cover, that'd be the one I got. Yeah. I just thought that the design for the first issue was so cool. And they had multiple covers. Like, they had... Yeah. That's the like, first like one. Like everyone does that's now. The, well, I mean, multiple covers that looked the same. Oh, yeah. Like, they had the same scheme that I just thought was, like, a yeah. cool design. Uh, and that's literally the only reason I picked it up. <laughs> but it ended up being really good. So... <clears throat> also, I feel bad because I kind of bashed Marvel. I, I do buy the old Marvel stuff. One of the ones I, lo- I like buying is the Ultimate Marvel stuff, which was a kind of a reboot. So it's young Spider-Man, young X-Men, young Avengers, or called the Ultimates, and Fantastic Four. So check those out. Yeah. All right. I felt a little bad. <laughs> but, um, you know, uh, how about we uh, move on to your Comic-Con news? Yes. So... Because I, I I tried to do it Mar- DC, Marvel, DC, Marvel, DC, Marvel, DC, yeah. Marvel. Kind of like, I don't know if you can see it. I got both right back there. Oh, dope. Oh, wow. I just noticed these. Uh, this is also bad podcasting, but you got those are some pretty cool. Uh, uh, an amazing Spider-Man and a Superman uh, big uh, thingy. Yeah. I was thinking, I've got Batman in my room. I just recently was thinking about doing something like this, but with horror movie, like movie posters, like get oh, the actual yeah. movie poster from horror movies. And I was looking up what there was. It, like, it's too bad you're not saying this when Studio Twenty Eight was going out of business oh, yeah, because they. St- I remember they were when they were shutting down. They had like the old posters in there. I remember because they had Batman Returns. Yeah, uh, I mean, luckily I've been seeing. I look. I've on Amazon. They have some. I was thinking like there's an. It Follows is one of the greatest horror movies I've seen in the last few years. That one has an awesome poster that, I don't know, there's a couple that I was just, it'd be so cool to deck out my room and make it horror themed. Oh, yeah. So, um, try to keep it even. So, we did DC, I did DC, now it's time for Marvel. All right. Have you seen the Thor Ragnarok trailer? I haven't seen that one. Do you want to pull it up and see it? (sighs) Let's, let's go. Let's just say... You know, there were people saying, who won Comic-Con, DC or Marvel? You know who won? The fans. All right. 
So, so do you know about this Thor Ragnarok trailer? I the, don't know. It's they. It's a the third Thor movie, and they say it's inspired by the storyline Planet Hulk. I see. Ironic because this story takes place when um Civil War happens. Because in Captain America Civil War, this isn't a spoiler. Okay. Some people would mind that is in Captain America Civil War. You know. General Thunderbolt Ross says, "Tell me, tell me, Steve. Do you know where Thor, where Thor and the Hulk are? So where are they? This is where they are. Which is funny because when the Civil War comic was happening, this comic was happening. So, <laughs> all right, I mean, talk about being faithful. <laughs> so here we go. This is a Thor Hulk team up movie. All right, we're the same, you and I. Just a couple of hot headed fools. Yeah, same. Hulk like fire. Thor like water." Oh, I guess it comes out before Justice League. Okay, what was that? Jeff Goldblum? Are you, did I just see it? Like, did I see a? Are you talking about someone? Who, no. Okay, wait. I thought was like the collector. That's Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> He's in this movie. Oh my! Do you know Jeff Goldblum? Yes. You know, he's the best. He sounds familiar. You know, he's he's from Jurassic Park. Okay, <clears throat> so for me, I thought you were talking about the guy from Daddy Daycare. Uh, oh, <laughs> that's, no, no, no. Or um, what's that show he's on now? Uh, I don't, God, I don't know. It's what that, that show one. Is. You know what I'm talking about? The one set in the '80s. Ooh. But yeah, that's that's not who you're <sighs> yeah, talking about. No, I'm talking about <laughs> Jeff Goldblum, who is a blessing to this earth, apparently, <laughs> <laughs> to make you stop and I'd be like. <gasps> Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> well, that's that's the thing, number one thing that made me excited about Thor Ragnarok. Did you know this before, or I, I didn't? I didn't know anything about Thor Ragnarok. I didn't oh. know anything. So you didn't know the Hulk is in here? <clears throat> no. See, it's funny because in the third Captain America movie, who was I most excited to see? Spider Man. Third Thor. Who am I most excited <laughs> to see? The Hulk. It's never the who. It's never who it's about. It's ne- it never yeah. is. But. <laughs> Man, this is exciting because um, obviously, for we all know, you know, Marvel was going bankrupt, so they sold the rights off. So Hulk went to Universal, and this is the only way we'll kind of have the closest we can ever get to a solo Hulk movie. And yeah, you know what? When you sound when you put together Thor and Hulk, it can either be really good or really bad. This looks really good. Now, I have to say, like. I if you said if you just said like there's gonna be a Thor movie that has the Hulk in it, I would be like. I, there's so many other movies that I have yet to watch, but after seeing that trailer, that looks really good. Like, yeah, it looks like they, they've done like the humor is really great in here. Yeah. So um, yeah, I'm I'm excited for and you know I feel a little ripped off. I felt a little ripped off this year because I remember thinking, man, it feels like we only had three superhero movies this summer. But, but yeah, I forget this. I forget Logan was in March and we have two oh, yeah. big ones in November. So. Justice League is also in November? Yeah. Okay. Me being a whiny fanboy. <laughs> you know, there once was a time where you could only get one a year. <laughs> and, well, and you didn't have your TV shows neither. You know, you're, you're really in your uh, I am, fanboy prime. I am ungrateful. I mean, to think, like, I mean, you used to just be someone who would pick up, like, comic books and watch old Batman cartoons and now we're in the era of superhero movies. And, I, and the yeah, biggest I st- convention like ever is a, yeah, like a superhero yeah, convention. Yeah, I still want more. Yep. It, so, 
<clears throat> is that how we're wrapping this episode up? You got anything else to add? Um, no, not is that, because that seems like oh, but are, are we, there's a tease, isn't there? For yeah. the next episode, or do we want to save that for the next? Or uh, I don't well, know. Let's just well, let's just stop here. <laughs> just get, um, and then we can do an outro. But um, okay. <clears throat> We've got three cuts this episode. I gotta, I gotta yes. remember that. Okay. Um, so you're saying, uh, when would we want to? We could end episode two with the yeah the the segue into the, and then episode three as we talk about the tunes. Yeah. Okay, we can do that. Let's just do an outro like yeah. regular. <clears throat> so um yeah there we go. Also I mean, we could, I did have a few ideas for a comedy story. If we wanted to end with a comedy one, not related to Comic Con, but uh, do you, do you have uh, three, or do you want to just do, or do you have two, and we could just do the next? I, I, we could just do one comedy story and just have it in this one. Yeah. All right. All right. Before we end this first part, Comic Con, yes, episode part we'll, one. There will be another part, and maybe even another part. Yes. Uh, oh. Okay. We now have a comedy we'll, story. Maybe we'll end. We'll <laughs> end. The episode three with this story. Okay. Okay. I'm going to say a line from a movie. All right. So, get ready. There's a little bit of cursing, so. Okay. So, I just want to know if you've ever, if I, when I say this line, (laughs) if you've ever heard of it, okay? All right. I'll I'll try to do my best impression (laughs) of this guy. Maybe you know what I'm I'm talking about. I'm excited. It's not true. I did not hit her. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. Yeah, I did not. Yeah. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> my, you're bringing up. This is my. This is my favorite. <laughs> that's my, that's my movie, man. The, the room. room with Tommy Wiseau. Tommy Wiseau is amazing. And did you, oh. Have you seen that? There's going to be a movie. Yes, about this is the this? story about oh. it. There's going to be a movie about the making of this movie. Have I was, you seen the trailer? I I was so excited when I saw that this was existing. Oh, dude, the they should have like a double feature. Oh my! Of the yeah. room and the making like, of Blu-ray yes. with both yes. the room. Yes. The, I'm so excited for this. The one, the only th- like, uh, James Franco didn't seem like he was really doing an impression, but I'm still yeah. really, I'm still really excited for it. I was, I, I hope, I hope he does more of an impression. Yeah, like I, I hope more of the movie is like him acting. And here's a, it sounds, it looks like they're not just bashing on this guy. It sounds like you know they're trying to, you know, it sounds like the movie is about also how well uh, look, one of the worst. One could say, well, have you actually seen years, all of the? Rooms? I have watched the whole I movie. Have you? <laughs> it's amazing. Like the thing was, I've never sat there and watched like one of these famous. Like I know there's Troll Two, there's Birdemic, a couple other really famous uh, bad movies. Planet Battlefield Earth. Yeah. Um, and uh, the Dark Knight Rises. No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, but. Uh, uh, this is the first time I sat there and watched like a famously bad movie all the way through, and it's it was just fun. It you know, was so much fun. That is the thing. There's so many classic things in it that like the, because there's all the classic lines like "You're tearing me apart, Lisa." <laughs> what but, are you, chicken? Chip, 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 chip. Oh yeah, that, there was that because I actually hadn't heard that one before, and I, I couldn't. I was like. There's so much gold in this that people aren't even <laughs> tapping into. That's the thing, though. It's like you have some bad movies where you're just like, oh, when is this over? Like Transformers 2. This is a different thing. This yeah. is like you have fun watching yeah. this. <clears throat> this is, I mean, like really, like 
I now now and if you haven't seen like a couple of these other ones too, I, I really want to actually properly watch Troll Two now. The the other famously bad is one is there Troll One. That's the funny part. <laughs> That's part of it. There isn't a Troll One. It's oh, Troll man. Two. And there's actually a documentary about the making of like actually like how did this happen? And it, it turns out the director of Troll Two is like really thought what he was making was incredible, <laughs> and no one understood it. Like. His, <laughs> But um, that's that's a great documentary, but I've never watched the entire... I don't know if you've ever seen almost as famous as, like, these room... The quotes from the room. The the, the most famous from, from Troll 2 is probably... They're eating her! And now they're... Whoops. <laughs> the, the most famous line from Troll 2 is... They're eating her! And... And, and now they're going to come and eat me. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen that. but No, I haven't. Man, the room, there's so many. I've watched it. I've only watched it once, yet it sticks with you for the rest of your life. And here's the thing, too. It sounds like, have you ever seen the book trailer? Because Mark, whatever his real name is, Mark wrote a book about the making of the room. Have you ever seen uh, Tommy Wiseau's commercial they acted in? Uh, he's like in the Shakespeare. He's like, to be or not to be? Oh, that is the question. That sounds amazing. <laughs> you haven't see, seen it? No. It's on it, YouTube. Did you so. see that he's in a new movie as well? No, I did there, not. That I have seen. There's a trailer for a movie. Also, before we get in. off, before we, you know, we're about to go off topic. But <laughs> yeah. one of the things that looks like, because Mark talked about how, um, you know, the him and Tommy kind of became friends. So it sounds like the movie, well, it's like it's falling apart, but it's a little bit like... The fun of movie making and kind of um, like how they became friends. You haven't seen that? This is it. <laughs> to be or not to be. That is the question. That's it. To be a street fashion. <laughs> what? They just cut off his... Be there for Levi's jeans. <laughs> the best prices, the best quality, and the best selection of Levi's jeans anywhere. Be who you want to be in Levi's jeans from street fashion. To be or not to be. Who do you want to be? <laughs> That's... Why haven't I seen that before? Oh, what? man. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> after falling, we haven't even mentioned the words rabbit hole this episode. We have. That's what we there just we did. did. We did <laughs> because it. That's a great. I mean, as much as I could talk about Tommy was out. How did you find out about the room? Because I might have found out from a different way than you. I probably found out from a YouTube rabbit hole that I fell so, down. So, well, I found out because when was it? I started getting. So, I don't know why. I, I got into Futurama late, and it was on Adult Swim. Yeah. So, I looked up, like, the history of Adult Swim for some reason. And on April Fool's Day, they used to play that movie. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. And that's how I found out about it. And Okay. It's... If yeah. you haven't seen The Room, probably not a good idea to watch it alone. But, um, <laughs> did you watch it with other people? Um... I started watching it with someone and then they left. <laughs> <laughs> they actually just had to go, but I thought that was really funny. That it was like, now I'm stuck watching The Room Alone. And Did it's you just hear as that? Impressive. Like in the movie, they play it all the time at a theater in Los Angeles, what? and people will throw spoons at the the at the at the screen. At this amazing movie? Yes, because apparently there's like a lot of shots of spoons. Oh, in there really? and. <laughs> And um, also, one one of my favorite lines is, um, you know, when they're just, like, ganging up on Denny. Um, 
Um, he's just like, um, what kind of drugs are you taking? You're not my mother. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, every every line in that movie is a classic. <laughs> Danny, if everybody loved each other, the world would be a better place. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, that's a great rabbit hole. What a wonderful way to end yep. this. I mean, Part it kind of came out the same week as Comic-Con, so... Yeah. This isn't, like, old news. We're yeah. not, like, talking about something else. Someday, I have, like, a list of things I want to check off for this la- for our last story each episode. One day, we'll get to this one from 2008, but... All right. But, yeah, okay, we're going to have to leave it at that for this Part 1 of our Comic-Con series of episodes. So, with that being said, tune in the following week for another Comic-Con episode... A follow-up, more Comic-Con. Well, at this at this rate, it won't it won't even be news anymore it because won't. it'll because of the week separation <laughs> yeah. between each episode. But every single time, we encourage you to listen and keep falling down that. Yes, hole. keep falling down. Keep falling down. It's that great. Hole. And that's it. No need for a parachute. <laughs>